ass coffee dance. That was an aggressive intro. Um, I'm just feeling really good today. I'm so excited about this episode. We have got, imagine this, another person I'm obsessed with on TikTok. I think this is like 17 weeks in a row. All of our guests have been people that I'm obsessed with on TikTok who have so graciously to come to talk to us. And if you are a person who is alive and well or not well, you are going to benefit from this episode. So stay tuned. I'm so excited to introduce this week's guest. She is a thyroid and hormone coach, and she is just a viral TikTok star talking about her own journey with uh, Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which is so exciting. Welcome to the show, Heal with Fifi, aka Oh my gosh, (laughs) you have me so hyped up. I am so excited for this. I'm obsessed with your energy, by the way. Absolutely obsessed with your energy. Well, I'm so glad I have some today (laughs) because I normally fucking don't, which I feel like ties into this full conversation. And I want to preface this by saying like, we've had a hormone, uh, doctor on we've had last week. I had a hematologist, which that episode, yeah, I'm very excited. He's actually on TikTok. He's the onk doc. You should check him out. I feel like mm. you guys would totally be homies. Um, and we've had, uh, period coaches on before, but I feel uh-huh. like we've never had an expert on like thyroid conversation, yes. which is like yeah. the biggest thing fucking thing I feel like we are lacking in the conversation about women's health. So introduce Absolutely. yourself, what you do, and then we'll get into the the good stuff. Yeah. So my name's Fiona. Um, as Kelsey said, I'm a hormone and thyroid health coach and you, this is like perfectly segues how you were talking about how you've had experts on period health and hormonal health, but we forget that the thyroid controls every single cell of your body. And I feel like we have these, I know, and no one talks about it. I feel like just now there's, I see every single day, a new hormonal health coach on TikTok and a new thyroid health coach. And I see all this information growing on Instagram, but now, now there's a conversation around it, but it's just so crazy how our thyroid controls our periods. It controls our metabolisms. It controls our hair, skin, and nails, like oh. all of these things that we deal with. And it's rarely investigated, mm. but thyroid medications are the most prescribed medications in America. What? So yeah, Synthroid, um, is a, a very commonly prescribed thyroid medication. It's the most commonly prescribed pharmaceutical but people still pretend like it's this nuanced problem. It doesn't it impact is. people. Right. But it's so common. Like, I think um, one in 10 adult women, like, will develop a thyroid condition at some point in their life. And no one, it's just rarely investigated when yes. it comes to, to periods and how it's impacting your hormones. So it does, like, play hand in hand. So what I do is I'm a health coach for for women with thyroid issues specifically. Mm. Um, but we dive into, like, the hormone side of things, too, because a Got lot of my it. clients deal with hormonal issues. Right. Well, I'm truly so excited to have you here because like you said, it's not a conversation that is talked about a lot, but is treated sort of like this big specialist. You have to see like so many doctors and so many tests. And um, I I have to imagine that the diagnosis process is actually, I don't know how it is, but um, I'd love to also kind of start with diving into how you got involved in this because you personally are in fact infected, Jesus Christ, more <laughs> personally affected, um, in a more, maybe would you say like severe way than the average person by their thyroid or like, I don't know how are supposed to be, how are people supposed to have a relationship with their thyroid? <laughs> yeah, no. So I guess the way that my journey with, um, Hashimoto's it's been a rocky one. So it started with my hormones kind of being all over the place. So my health issues. I feel like I've been struggling with chronic health issues since I was literally like 16, Mm. very, very young. Um, I had digestive issues, like periods that were so painful. I would have to take like two or three days off of school, like passing out, throwing up at school. Like I remember there was a point I fainted backwards down the stairs like in my childhood home and my five foot one mom like caught me at the bottom and I'm like a tall girl I'm like five foot eight and my mom caught me at the bottom because I literally passed out from period pain and it's just so sad and I think more women are now talking about all of these things but it's so sad because like for so long it's it's been a very taboo topic and but it's something so many women are struggling with and Mm -hmm. then 
I guess where the thyroid issues come in, I went on the, on the birth control pill, Mm -hmm. um, started developing like anxiety, depression, just like Mm. really severe mental health issues. Mm. Um, things I just like feelings and thoughts I'd never experienced before Mm. went off of the birth control pill, went on Prozac, Mm -hmm. went off of Prozac, (laughs) um, developed an autoimmune condition. It was just like this cascade. And I'm not saying like, I'm in no way saying that the pill caused my Hashimoto's because that would be like a radical jump. (laughs) But I think, I think like all of these little things have compounded. It was like Mm. the period problems and then the gut problems and then the digestive issues. And Mm -hmm. then now the the mental health issues and then going Mm -hmm. on this medication and off. And then I lived in an apartment in college that had mold. And like, that was kind of like, yeah. So it was like all of these things compounding. And then it, it was like a perfect storm for Hashimoto's. Right. So I, mm. l- to answer your question, I don't think, honestly, I caught it early and I'm part of my page. If you guys um, are on TikTok and, and, and um, watch my content, like I'm huge for women advocating for their health right, right. because I started working on my thyroid health two years before I got a diagnosis. Cause oh. I, I knew there was something off. No one would listen to me. So I was like, mm. screw it. Like And if you have a chronic illness and you're watching this, you know, like, you know, that it is so difficult to get a diagnosis. It's so difficult to get people to listen to you, to take you seriously. I know you, you've also experienced chronic pain. What's your story with that? Yeah. So I I live with chronic pain, which is, uh, very fatiguing on its own. It's definitely a, uh, cortisol, um, or like adrenal, uh, tired, situation because like your brain is constantly in overdrive trying to send you signals like, Hey, you're in pain. You're in pain. You kind of have to like, that's Mm. why when people say like, it's in your head, it's not necessarily a bad, they, some doctors mean it as like, you're dramatic and we hate those people and they should all burn at the stake. Um, but some of the doctors that I've really gotten to know have been like, no, the brain is so powerful. The mind body connection is so powerful that like, we want to help train you to outthink those signals that are happening because Mm. if you don't get on top of it, it's going to take you down and drag you down and be so fatigued. But all of that to say, that's a different issue. I would, I wrote a lot about this in my book, um, which I definitely want to send you a copy because talking about mental health is like my life's blood. Um, I wrote a lot about how I just remember being exhausted all the fucking time. Like when I started Mm -hmm. like 13, 14 years old, I would just come home and nap and like missed all my after school activities. And I was so tired and everyone chalked it up to just being a teenager, just being tired. Like it's just you're growing your hormones, but it got so bad that my parents did take me to get some blood work done because Hashimoto's runs in my family. Yeah. Like nothing came up as to be pointing towards that. I was, you know, dealing with really severe mental health stuff. They thought maybe depression, um, which (laughs) turns out definitely was, um, but, and that was before my chronic pain was like really significant in my life. That was only in like the last five years that it got pretty significant. Um, but I've just always remembered being so fucking tired my whole life. Like no matter what I do, I'm just exhausted. And you know, the universe shall have it today. I actually went to go get a blood work panel test because I was like, you know what? I haven't had one in a very long time. You know, whenever they've done it, it's always been for like surgeries or other things. And the onc doc was actually the one who was like, wait, you haven't just had like a primary care doctor do a blood labs in a while. I was like, no, bitch. I see so many specialists that the most basic thing kind of has gone Mm. unchecked it for like, you know, a decade because when I got my blood work done once they were like, no, you're fine. But then I grew up and became a whole different person. And so who knows? So I guess I'm telling you all of that to say, like, even I have struggled with figuring out the cause of this kind of chronic fatigue. Oh, I don't want to yeah. say because that's like a condition, but, but just your fatigue. exhaustion and everything. <laughs> right. Right. Like beyond just needing to take a nap at 2 PM after having lunch. But mm. you know, I, I kind of want to go back to like maybe the basics of like, what is a thyroid and mm. when should we go? Maybe we should look at that before we look at all this other shit. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Let's start from the beginning. Cause I, I sometimes get so caught up in my own little world. I'm like, we got to go back to the basics. So <laughs> your, your thyroid gland is like a butterfly shaped gland in your 
neck right here. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that gland controls so much in your body. It Mm -hmm. regulates your temperature. So a lot Mm -hmm. of people with thyroid issues are really cold all the time. I'm cold all the time. Yeah. Cold hands and feet. Yes. Frozen. Um, yeah. And you even said, you said something really interesting when you said that you, your fatigue started when you were like 13, 14, Mm -hmm. it's really common to have, um, flare-ups, thyroid Mm -hmm. issues when you're going through puberty. (gasps) And also a lot of people have it after having children, like pregnancy can trigger it. it. So I think like even, um, but like to kind of backtrack, it controls your temperature, cold hands and feet are really common. I always describe people with thyroid issues, like little lizard people, like we're cold. <laughs> we want to be in the sun. Like we want to sleep a lot. Like, yes. um, That's so funny. I'm a lizard. In, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also like how you were mentioning like fatigue and just exhaustion. Um, I think like that's a huge disservice to women too. Like it's so common to develop or these issues to be exacerbated during, um, again, puberty or pregnancy. So Mm. new mom goes to the doctor, just had a kid. Oh, Hey doc, I'm struggling with fatigue. Oh, that's just part of being a mom. Oh, you, you're, you have fatigue when you're 15. Oh, you're just going through puberty. And Mm. there's so many of these issues that are like written off. And I personally think that's telltale patriarchy in our western medical system 110 percent. say it again for the girls in the back (laughs) (laughs) and and it's just it's just like you wouldn't say that to a new dad no you you just wouldn't no so those issues would be investigated and i work with so many women who are dealing with this exhaustion and chronic fatigue and they go to their doctor and they're like i really there's something going on like Mm -hmm. i shouldn't be sleeping 14 hours and waking Mm -hmm. up feeling absolutely exhausted and dead to the world Mm -hmm. so exhaustion also metabolic issues so it's really important for issues for Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. We'll talk about what the, what those are and what that kind of means, but for thyroid issues in general to lead to inability to lose weight. Um, mm. and also like constipation, like it even impacts mm. your digestion. Like it mm. literally, even the, every hair on your head, like you can have hair loss. And mm. I think a lot of people struggle too, because with so many autoimmune conditions, a lot of these symptoms sound really similar to other autoimmune right. issues, which I'm sure you've like really dove into on your journey is right. like, okay, fatigue. That's a very vague, like symptom and, it, and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, it could be this, it could be that, but it's so difficult to actually pinpoint it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hypothyroidism is essentially like when your thyroid is underactive and your thyroid isn't creating enough thyroid hormone, Mm -hmm. um, which can kind of slow down the metabolism and slow down digestion. And then Hashimoto's is what I have and Hashimoto's over time can cause hypothyroidism. So a lot of people Mm -hmm. get that confused. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune thyroid condition. So essentially your thyroid's both hypo and hyper. So it's funny because a lot of people are misdiagnosed. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are misdiagnosed as bipolar but don't have a thyroid panel done. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And it's because it affects mood. Yes. So it's, it's bonkers because Hashimoto's is both hypo and hyper. Your thyroid's over and underactive. Think anxiety, depression, and you have, I was misdiagnosed bipolar when I was, and I was like, Wow. wow. And I, I've seen now, sorry, I didn't mean to totally cut you off. No, go ahead. What you said was like, holy fucking shit, because I have seen real bipolar. I have seen real manic and I've seen now, you know, um, unipolar mania and things like that. That was not what I had. And the fact that I saw like many doctors, I went to an inpatient treatment center, like rehab and was diagnosed as bipolar blows my mind that you just said that, that that has that same connection, but it's your fucking mood fluctuating. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, it's just so, I I love that you love talking about mental health Mm because your thyroid impacts your mental health. Like (sighs) hypothyroidism can contribute to depression, hyperthyroidism, which is an overactive thyroid that can look like anxiety. And -hmm. then something like Hashimoto's where you're hypo and hyper, that can be anxiety, depression, anxiety, depression. (laughs) I know, like we just, I know, like Uh, just all of the things, IBS check, thyroid issues, check, mental health issues. Yeah. In high school, I wrote about it in the fucking book. It's literally the <laughs> it's literally the chapter that's like when anxiety became so bad I couldn't stop shitting my pants at exactly the same time every morning. It was 725 wow. a.m. I used to shit my pants in high school right yep. before the 730 bell. I had to bring extra underwear. Like it was classic IBS. And then I guess they told me I just grew out of it. But then it came back again recently where 
I had like two seconds to find a bathroom or else I was going to show my pants again. Do you notice your IBS symptoms get worse when you're anxious, when you have anxiety or really stressed? That's like a whole chapter in my book. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) About how like the, I call them the anxiety shits. Yeah. Cause it's my body just like, sloughing off everything. There's a reason for that though. There's a reason for that. It's your, um, so you have a parasympathetic nervous system and then your sympathetic nervous system. Explain what those two are. So your parasympathetic nervous system is when is a, is a state we're not in a lot and that's yeah. being calm, relaxed, mm-hmm. chill, zen. zen yes. Right. And so that's the state your, your digestive system functions optimally in. Mm-hmm. And then when you're in that sympathetic state, which is your fight or flight, how you mentioned being in fight or flight a lot, yes. like that go, 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 hustle, yep. hustle, hustle, get stuff done, never take uh, breaks, never rest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Our bodies were never meant to be in that state. No. That was meant to be like, we're cavemen. There's a lion in front of me. Like yes. I have to fight this lion or run away from it. Right. Like those acute circumstances. So when we're in that state chronically, like mm-hmm. your body is not focused on digesting the hamburger you had for lunch. I'm so it's- glad you fucking say these things. This yeah. is so good. <laughs> But it's just so empowering though, when you start to make those connections and you're like, oh, the reason I shit my pants at school was because like of my anxiety. And it only like took like 12 years reason. to get over that, but it, I, now I'm very proud of it. We're like the same, we're, we're all, we're all out here living the same life because <laughs> I problems. had such a similar experience, like in college. Like I remember having, I don't know if you experienced this, but when I was in college, I had to take, um, tests in a lab mm-hmm. and you had to sit there for like an hour straight and I had really bad test anxiety. So I take yep. a test and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And they're like, no, yep. you're cheating. Like you're yeah. taking your notes to the bathroom. Right. I'm like, no, oh I have God. to shit my, I'm going to shit my pants <laughs> if I say you're taking this test. Like, and it's because of your nervous system, your sympathetic versus parasympathetic nervous system. <laughs> the fact that you just told this story, I have to t- t- tell a similar story. And this <laughs> might be just like so fucking gross for the audience, but I don't care. I had the exact same thing happen where I was like, it is a medical emergency. And they were like, you can't, if you leave, you have to forfeit the test. I was like, then I'm leaving. I'm going to forfeit the test. It was one where you like go to a different high school and take a test. It was like, an yeah. ACD. so I left and I went to the bathroom, but because it was a public school's public restroom, I didn't want to sit on the toilet. So I hovered and oh. lost my entire bowels on the seat. Like I kind of missed <laughs> A girl walked in and immediately was like, oh my God, who the fuck did all over the floor? And I'm like still in there. And her friend's like, come on, girl, like we got to get back. We can't be in here. And she was like, no, I want to stay and see who it was. And she (laughs) waited, fucking waited until I came out because girls in high school are fucking mean. They're mean. Okay. I just had to tell no, that. No, that, that is so funny. Cause I feel like everyone can relate to that. Like we all have our, like, even if you don't have yes. IBS, like if you are Everyone's, an yeah. anxiety baby mm-hmm. and you're listening to this, like you don't had, you, this is, these are your people. Like, let yes. me tell you. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. Let's get very much back to what you were saying, <laughs> which was like way more important than my shitting the floor story. No, I love it. But just like kind of tying that back in mm. though, like your digestive system is also like ruled by your thyroid. Your mm-hmm. thyroid controls everything. And I think people are starting to wake up to the fact that like, I need to start supporting my metabolic health, my thyroid health. Like there's mm. certain nutrients I need. There's certain lifestyle changes I can make. There's certain things I can do that optimize my thyroid health, whether I have a condition or not. Mm. And I think like going back to what you were saying, like I've been to like a billion doctors and like some said it was all in my head in a bad way, but then others empowered me and like gave me information. Like you also, I think we forget that a diagnosis is just a name that we put on a set of symptoms. That's Mm -hmm. all it is. Mm -hmm. And like, I, it's like, I always, I was on, on an Instagram live today telling my followers about this. Like you have to advocate for yourself and figure out ways that you can start taking care of yourself, even without that name. Right. on that set of symptoms because that's sure. all it is for and sure. it, it does suck because like it's a double-edged sword like we live in right. a world where you do need a diagnosis for some things in order to have access to certain medications and support but it's also like the mindset around it too girl where there, you and I you are like one in the same because it's like yeah. so validating when a doctor's yeah. like here's the name and then you're yeah. like great 
Now what? Who fucking cares? It's literally just a name. So it's like so validating for one thing and for insurance purposes and coding. But another thing, it can totally hurt you if you're coded as something in pre-existing conditions and blah, 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 blah. But so what you you were talking about, like people are becoming more empowered and understanding and knowledgeable about like, oh shit, maybe I should be paying attention to this thing. Yeah. What controls your thyroid? Yeah. So you, your metabolism is really important. So metabolic health is key. So if you, it's kind of like a double-edged sword, like your thyroid controls your metabolism, but if your metabolism is slow, like your thyroid is going to be impacted for that, if that kind of makes sense. So they both kind of feed into each other. So that's why gut health is so important. My favorite quote. Yeah. How we're talking about like anxiety shits. Like we gotta, we gotta get back to that because gut health, my favorite quote, um, my favorite naturopathic doctor said this, that when in doubt, heal the gut. Mm -hmm. And regardless of the name you have on that set of symptoms, um, regardless of like your access to healthcare, whatever situation you're in, you can support your, your gut health. Like it is Mm -hmm. possible. And while that looks very different, depending on your like unique set of um, symptoms and things like that, eating enough food, that is huge. Mm -hmm. And the number one thing I've worked with over a hundred women who have thyroid conditions, almost every single woman I've worked with is not eating enough. Not and it's so enough. sad. Because, well, it makes sense. But what do you hear though? When you go to, when you go to a doctor, you gotta thyroid, eat three meals a day. Blah, but, blah, blah. Exactly. But a lot of uh, like, when you, if you have a thyroid condition, you're probably for women listening to this, you're gaining weight so uh-huh. rapidly, but you're not changing anything. Like you're going to the gym. Maybe you're going to like spin class four or five times a week and you're eating like all of the right things, but you're still packing on weight. And you're like, why is this happening? Why is it so hard for me? So and I'm then you go to the doctor. Yeah. yeah. You go to the doctor and what do they say? Eat less and work out more. Mm, so then you like just it. keep restricting, restricting, restricting. And I worked with so many women where they say the only time I can lose weight is when I'm eating 1200 calories. That's, wow. that is, that's a huge sign. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, we've talked a lot about gut health on this podcast. And uh, it was funny. I did a podcast like two weeks ago with Girls Gotta Eat, where I had mentioned after just watching this documentary on Hulu called The Gut, uh, The Second Brain. And it was talking about how it was actually the first brain because like the digestive system was actually developed before the brain stems in a lot of microorganisms. And like it actually got usurped to be the second brain. And it was like we're we're skipping to look at the history of what gut health has actually uh, how is how it has actually advanced our species. And I think the idea of gut health is so overwhelming to people because it a is rooted in like patriarchal diet culture, which like, Mm. I think people get very like scared away from the idea of being like, we're going to talk about what you put in your body. And it's like, I don't fucking think so. I'm going to eat what feels right. And I'm going to intuitively eat like what? So I, I understand why it can become overwhelming. And also there's so much unknown with gut health that like is Mm. just becoming viral and just becoming like conversation with doctor and patient. And unfortunately is mostly had between like naturopathic or more Eastern uh, based medicine. So like, tell me, how do we talk about like gut health and thyroid in a way that can be helpful to a lot of people? Mm, Yeah. So obviously like I, I think it is a very nuanced issue. So I understand why it's so confusing and daunting because you hear this person said this food is bad. This person said this food is good. But what you have to realize is like the information that's out on the internet, like is generic. Like it's not tailored to you, which is why, again, I'm such an advocate of like working with health coaches and dietitians and nutritionists, right. but there's certain things everyone can do, which is like increasing your fiber intake. Like that's not a sexy recommendation. <laughs> you're it's gonna not fart. <laughs> like, it, it's just not like people Well, yeah, you're going to fart. And then obviously like, I think there's just a lot of like supplement pushing on the internet that I see. Like here's Ooh, a probiotic about that. Yeah. Like here's a probiotic, take this pill. Like, and Guilty. what a lot of, <laughs> right. Like, and I think like, supplements are meant to be supplemental to your diet. They're like, that's why they're called supplements. So making sure your diet, you can't out supplement your diet. There's, it's just not going to happen. Wait, hold on. I need to pause what you just said. Cause that is so important. Important. Supplements are supposed to be supplemental to your diet, not replace or, or take place of where if you're taking all these supplements, it's not going to fucking matter if you're not reflecting that health in your actual food. 
Donks, I feel like at this point you should be able to do this ad with me because what do I believe in? Affordable therapy for all. This isn't just an ad read. This is a company that is very close to my heart. Y'all know I'm talking about BetterHelp. It is the app that is facilitated. Great therapeutic. The weather is getting warmer, so it is time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now that I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortless, effortless, less, yeah, effortlessly chic year after year, like uh, premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from 30 doll hairs, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. I can confirm this. I'm actually wearing Quince pants right now. You are. They are so, they're they're loose, they're breezy. These babies have a button, a fly, drawstring, and elastic in the band. So I can like, I can dress them up, I can dress them down. Yes. They are, they're the perfect pant for summer and I'm really comfortable as hell in them. Honestly, I am wearing the Quince 14 karat gold earring loop right now. Oh my God. I know. I think it's so cute. It does not tarnish. It is so comfy and I have sensitive ears so I'm really loving this for my body. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash Kelsey for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Kelsey to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Kelsey. Are you looking to cut back on alcohol this year? <laughs> you are talking to two sober Sallies. You know Zach and I love to drink recess zero-proof craft mocktails because it's a guilt-free way to unwind. It has 0% alcohol made with real fruit, only 25 calories or less, and it is sweetened with agave because y'all know I got that sugar addiction. It has incredible flavors. One of my favorites is the grapefruit Paloma. The Paloma is actually one of the last drinks I was drinking when I was drinking alcohol. So this is like a nice little nostalgia moment and it still feels really fun in my hand. And there's no reason we should be missing out on the partying either. It's such a good replacement for alcohol, a great drink for having in between alcoholic drinks, unwinding at home, at dinner parties, chilling on the couch. It is endless. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences matches for not only me, but a ton of my friends and family. And don't worry, it is available worldwide. They are licensed professional counselors who are specialized in things like anger, LGBT matters, gay grief, self-esteem, I hate myself, trauma. That was a ghost uh, traumatizing you and sleeping. Everything you share is confidential, convenient. It's professional. Professional? Yeah, sure. And affordable. You can check out testimonials posted daily on their site. And my favorite part about it is if you don't like your therapist, baby, it's like Bumble. You can just swipe right through to get a new one, new match, get matched in under 24 hours when you sign up. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. I wonder if that pandemic has anything to do with it. And I want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash CI. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash C-I. Confidants, whether you work for yourself or you're part of a team, it's time to create ate some stuff. Got to keep those creative juices flowing even during a pandemic. I want you to be using Issue. Issue is an all-in-one platform to create and distribute beautiful digital content from marketing materials to magazines, flip books and brochures and more because like PDFs are so outdated. Do not send me a PDF. Issue makes content better. Issue also works seamlessly with tools you already use like Canva. I know all you Insta hosts be using Canva, Dropbox, where my professional BB's at and InDesign, where all my artistics at. (laughs) Make it once and distribute it everywhere without reformatting. Your content's already optimized for engagement and ready to share. Issue helps out creators, marketers, designers, and and anyone who wants to make contact that stands 
out. So you can get started today with Issue for free. Or if you sign up for a premium account, you will get 50% off when you go to issue.com slash podcast and use promo code confidently. That's I-S-S-U-U dot com slash podcast and use promo code confidently at checkout for your free account or 50% off your premium account. I have a premium account. Join me. That's issue.com slash podcast with promo code confidently. Back to the show. Exactly. Exactly. You're spot on. I was going to ask you about the supplement thing because that was like one of the things that made me go like bing, bing, bing on your TikTok because in the comments, people are always like, okay, then what do I need to take to increase my omega-3s? And you're like, Yep. I'm not telling you to take a supplement. Actually, I'm saying yes, you should just. I know put exactly that... what video you're talking about. Too. Yep. But <laughs> no, I. But it made me go like, oh shit! I'm just a supplement whore because I mean, yeah. Verdic and Eastern, like it is a little bit more like you can get these yeah. things in a pill, but that doesn't mean there aren't foods that can be exactly those supplements The supplements are based off the food, so like, yeah. let's talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I think like. I, exactly like what you said. And I don't think it's people's fault. Like, I think it's mm. the way we've been trained. Like we're mm-hmm. taught that you have an ear infection, you get an antibiotic, you have this problem, you go get a pill. There's a pill for every problem. And we're not, it's like the way we're, our society is ingrained. Like it's not really our fault that we're, we're wanting to reach mm-hmm. for a pill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's kind of like, just for for anyone listening, just to reflect on that and ask like you sh- in a perfect world, you should be able to get all of your nutrients from your diet. In a perfect world, we shouldn't need supplements. Um, but yeah. it, it's it's just like reevaluating those food-based sources. And even what you said about the gut, how you said there's so much we don't know about the gut. There's so much we don't even know about food. Like ah! we pretend like we don't know everything. Like we know everything about food, but think about this. Like, let's say you get vitamin D from an egg yolk uh-huh. or vitamin D from a supplement. Your likelihood of absorbing that vitamin D from the egg yolk is so much higher than right. vitamin D from a supplement because vitamin D is fat soluble. You need the presence of the fat from the egg yolk to actually absorb the vitamin D. See? Didn't know that. So <laughs> if you, but if you get those things from your food, like your likelihood of absorbing it is just so much higher and then you're not peeing your money away. Mm. But I do see your point though, where you said like with Eastern and Ayurvedic medicine, like it is crushed up turmeric in a capsule yeah. or it's crushed up ginger in a capsule. Right. And I think that's a different conversation, totally, but, totally. but in terms of, I, I do think like we're so quick to grab like an omega-3 well, probiotic. Like a, I take a probiotic and for a yeah. while I was doing fish oil. I think I stopped just because it stank and like yeah, that other yeah. like stinky charcoaly one, but like, I just assumed, well, I'm already taking all these supplements, like literally add it to my fucking like daily like thing. Oh, but, I have one too. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like if you don't have a cute little blinged out pill, Spencer, <laughs> are you even sick? I'm um, just kidding. Everyone's sick. It's all fucked up. Um, but like, tell me a little bit more about, because I do think that's important to note is like, everyone could look at our society and go like, yes, we're pushed with like fake organic shit. That's not actually organic. We're pushed for sugar free, but it's actually just replaced with other chemicals We're fat shamed, body shamed, food shamed, like in every fucking corner of the world in our lives. So like, where can we even start? Because girl, I saw a smoothie on your Instagram this morning that had beets or whipped cream or some shit and then I started reading about it and I was like I don't know what any of these words are but that looks delicious Ah, yeah my berry beet smoothie (laughs) oh and it has whipped cream is that whipped cream yeah it was coconut cream coconut cream yeah so dairy free yeah they have it like in a can like whip whip coconut oh my god can I think my dad bought that for me one year for Thanksgiving because he, I told him I was being dairy free and I think he did it as like a nice thing. Oh, so I think I have so tried cute. it, but I didn't realize I could have it in my pop it on your smoothie. Yeah. So like, okay, yeah. let's talk about just basics. If you do have thyroid disorder or don't, how can we kind of implement that food thing? Yeah. The right how way. Can I, how can I change my diet in like a sustainable way yeah. that feels good? And yeah, and exactly. not like restrictive or too. Yeah body still enjoy food. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love that you say that because so many, and this isn't to shame like other coaches or other nutritionists, Mm. other doctors in the space, but the most, for those listening that do have thyroid issues, you maybe are familiar with AIP or the autoimmune protocol. Mm. Um, it's very 
and again, like some people do really well with it, but it's cutting out gluten. It's cutting out dairy. It's cutting out grains, yep. it's cutting out coffee. It's cutting out sugar. That's so basically like, what I'm trying to be. Yeah. And it's yeah. not very pleasurable. I end up binging and then, you know. Yeah. Suddenly, and yeah. that's, that's such a good point though, because restriction 100% of the time leads to binging. So we have to find a healthy medium. Mm-hmm. And I think with think about things you can add to your plate instead of things you're taking away. So Mm -hmm. on my TikTok or Instagram, you'll never see me say like, don't eat sugar. Sugar is bad. Like sugar is never going to be nourishing for your (laughs) thyroid. It's my heroin. (laughs) Right. But it's never, it's never going to be a thyroid nourishing substance. Sure. But if you're focused, think about this. Like if I told you, um, focus on eating five to seven cups of vegetables a day. Like if I, if I told you to focus on this, you're going to be so focused on adding those veggies in you're not thinking about really anything else. I mean, like it's still, I, I encourage my clients, like nothing is off the table. Like don't take foods off, but focus on what you can add in. Mm. And then if you truly do think something like gluten or dairy or soy is irritating for you, which is Mm. really common for people with thyroid issues to have those, those issues. And then you're like, Oh dang, do I have to go on like a crazy elimination diet and like sacrifice my relationship with food? My recommendation is just start with one thing. Like if you, if you feel like for most people, dairy is a problem. So if you, if you're yep. really on, yeah, especially with like IBS crew, like hey, dairy, what's up, what's up? Yeah, <laughs> like dairy just isn't, isn't like for people with IBS, it's definitely something people struggle with. So mm-hmm. you could even just start with eliminating dairy and then let so me try easy. that for six months. Let me see how I feel. Yeah. And then, okay, I'm still not feeling great. Let's keep a journal. And if you have mm-hmm. a healthy relationship with food, maybe just writing down like breakfast, lunch, dinner, how do I feel? What are my, what's right. my digestion like? And right. listening to the data your body is giving you like super TMI, but like, it sounds like we're never. cool to talk about. Poop. I was going to say um, never here. On yeah. This I love it. <laughs> no like, such if, thing. <laughs> if you like go to the bathroom and you uh-huh. see in your stool, like little pieces of rice or little pieces of yeah. corn or little pe- that's a sign you're not digesting those foods mm-hmm. well. So that tells me either one of two things that your stomach acid might be low. Um, which can be caused by stress, which is Hi. fun. Hi. <laughs> we all have it, but um, it's a fun time, yeah. but that, that can be a potential cause or of food intolerances or sensitivity. So my advice is start with one thing that, you know, that's causing issues. Maybe it's dairy. Just start there and don't think about, Oh, I'm cutting out cheese. I'm cutting out ice cream. I'm cutting out all these things. Start loading up your grocery cart with like some amazing dairy free alternatives. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. think about like Nacho I have cheese. To, yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> like I'm gluten-free because I have Hashimoto's. So Oreos now have gluten-free Oreos. You best believe I'm <gasps> stocking up on gluten-free yes, Oreos. I just got gluten-free yeah. donuts in the mail yesterday. Ooh. I was like, fuck yeah. Only two grams of sugar. Yeah. So yeah. There's, I think like that's the coolest thing with like the time, the era We're we live living in now in. Yeah. is that all of that stuff. Like I live in the Midwest and it's accessible. Like yeah. it's even at my freaking live in the middle of nowhere grocery store. <laughs> like I have gluten-free Oreos and gluten-free crackers and stuff. So it's not about being perfect. And I think so many people, if you're a chronic dieter, you've related to Uh, the all or nothing mentality. Like it mm -hmm. has to look this way. It Mm -hmm. has to be perfectly gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, sugar-free, but why? Like, isn't it progress? If you ate three vegetables today and yesterday you had two, like, isn't that moving in a positive direction for your gut health, you know? So I don't think it has to be all or nothing. I, there, there are some people that will say it is, but I just don't think it's sustainable for long-term right. behavior change. And that's the point so. is exactly what you're saying is like, it, it's more so about becoming a lifestyle, which like when I first started dairy free, it was probably realistically like three or four years ago. And yeah. I don't think I was really dairy free until, I mean, a year ago. And like, sometimes I'll even have, like, if I'm somewhere where they don't have a, a dairy free milk or something, a coffee, whatever, but yeah. like, it's so just a part of my life now. And it did take taint change and time. And I love that quote. That's like, nothing changes if nothing changes. And it's like, you just have to start making changes and it doesn't have to be these all or nothing changes. Um, but I, I want to ask, I mean, we've already been recording for 40 minutes, which is fucking crazy to me, That is Uh, crazy. but I want to ask a little bit more about thyroid stuff. So like, let's say you're like me where you've only ever heard of like overactive, underactive Hashimoto's, but you don't know where the fuck to start. You don't know where to even begin that conversation maybe with either your healthcare provider. I didn't have Mm -hmm. a primary doctor until literally six hours ago, uh, or maybe with your parents, like how do you advocate for yourself to even get uh, started on the conversation of thyroid? I love that question. I love anything that's like helping you guys advocate for yourself. So I would say you, I'm a big proponent of getting a full thyroid panel. 
What um, is that? Is that okay. blood work? <laughs> yes, it's blood work. So I'm, and this is very controversial. So I would just implore everyone to do their own research because there's some doctors that are like, no, we're only running TSH, which I'll explain what that is. And then there's some doctors that are like, yes, we're doing a full panel. So do your own research so you can form an opinion for yourself. But a full panel is your um, thyroid stimulating hormone, your TSH, your ah. T4, and your T3. So T4 is your inactive thyroid hormone, and that has to be converted to T3, which is your active thyroid hormone. Got so your it. active thyroid hormone is so important. So some people have normal T3, but then like not normal T, T or they have normal T4, but not normal T3, and doctors don't even test. So you have to ask oh, wow. for that. So um, TSH, T4, T3. Um, you want to ask for, you want to ask for that. Okay. And And this is at your primary care doctor. So depend, they may refer you out to an endocrinologist. It depends on how comfortable uh, a hormone doctor is actually. Yeah. I knew that, but I was just making it for the audience. Yeah. No, No, I love that. I love that. So, um, definitely talking to your primary care provider and they may be able to do a full panel, but Mm -hmm. they'll tell you if they need to refer you out to an endocrinologist, um, TSH, T3, T4, which we talked about and then antibodies. Okay. And those are important for ruling out Hashimoto's. So I don't even think I asked for that today. You got to get that done. I think your antibodies could be high. I said, I just would like all the blood work with thyroid. And he said, okay, we'll do the thyroid. And then he also said, this might not be covered by insurance, but do you want to do your vitamins and minerals? And I was like, fuck yeah. Uh, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Yeah. It's still good though, that you got vitamins and minerals. Cause you'll be able to see like what your iodine looks like and zinc and like all those things. Is and those are related me as a body making, making vi- minerals. I thought minerals were rocks. Yeah. <laughs> no, you get it. You get it from your food, but your body can also make them. So there's certain ah. like essential minerals mm-hmm. that like you can't, your body can't make one of those is iodine. So you need iodine for your thyroid. Um, like iodine, like the shit that they put in like medical stuff. Yeah. So you don't, huh. it's, it's a tricky one. And I wouldn't suggest anyone listening to this, like just go out and buy an buy iodine, iodine supplement. It's <laughs> no. really, it's really intense stuff. So like mm. too little iodine is not a good thing. And too much is not a good thing. Mm. Um, so that's like something you definitely have to talk to like a dietitian about so they can tailor like your nutritional needs to you, but also getting antibodies ran. How you said right. you didn't get What that. is that? Yes. Yeah, so you have your TPO and TPO antibodies and thyroid globulin antibodies. And that's something a lot of practitioners won't necessarily test for unless you right. ask. Okay. So yeah, if you guys have like pen and paper, write down. I was going to say, will panel. you, will, can I put this in the description below and you oh, yeah. check, like what Absolutely. I say is like a good yes. starter pack for blood testing yeah, <laughs> for thyroid. Yeah. hundred yeah. percent. And it's, it's really something you have to advocate for yourself because in some cases, like I, I was interviewed on one of my friends, her name's Chelsea. She, she is a podcast and she is a dietitian for people with Hashimoto's as well. Mm. And she, her TSH, T4 and T3 were normal and her antibodies were just sky high, but the they fuck? wouldn't know unless they tested for it. And she literally oh. had such a hard time, like literally screaming at like the receptionist saying like, this is ridiculous. Like I feel awful. And you won't even test these things. Like women go through hell advocating yeah, for themselves to, for some of these very basic things that oh, should yeah. be tested. I cry every time I yeah. just start sobbing and it's and not like white tears, like, please like do something special for me. I'm just like exhausted. It's like angry tears. Sometimes. It's angry tears. Yeah. 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 And I can't so, even imagine how women of color, like muscles. Oh, that's a whole other, that's thing. a whole podcast on its own for sure. It's like, we can talk about patriarchy and Western medicine, Oof. but then patriarchy and oh, oh, oh it's oh, like a whole other thing. Yeah. But, <laughs> Oh yeah. Like it, it's, it's like angry tears. So you have to advocate for yourself. And one way you can do that, like not saying they have to pull a care in, in your doctor's office, but right. sometimes like you're, you're footing the bill. So you're allowed to say, Hey, that's fine. You don't want to run those things, but I need you to mark that on my chart that you're not going to run that. And then they Ooh. don't have to bill your insurance. Like you can pull that out. And I can guarantee you, if you say that nine times out of 10, they'll change their attitude really fast and run those antibodies. So Damn. it's just, it's, it's a way you have, you have to advocate for yourself. And personally for myself, like that's why I, I order my own labs. Like you can also do that. What? Um, there's websites you can order your own thyroid labs. Holy shit. Yeah. See, so I think what... I've only ever done the, the, well, I don't think this is thyroid. I think this is just hormones where I spit in the tube all day. Yeah. That's... Was it the Dutch test? Maybe. <sighs> maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I spit in a tube and then I've done some blood work, but I've never done blood work to like 
like I said, set in, in over a decade, maybe 12, 15 yeah. years that yeah. has been specific to like my health of blood. And yeah. so I'm like yeah. anxious to get these results back, but that's kind of like the next question I was going to ask if we've got our little chart of what we need to ask for our regular minerals, vitamins, T3, T4 antibodies and TSH. Yes, I got yeah, it. Yeah, you got it. Uh, so they were like, okay, in a week you call back and we're going to give you your blood results back. And I was like, that doesn't feel, I feel like I'm going to call and they're going to be like, yeah, everything looked good. And I'm going to be like, nah, bitch, I want the paperwork because yes. then I want to take yes. it to someone. Right. Or yes. So that's, that's the thing is you really want to look at your results and you want uh, something I do is like the Cleveland clinic. You can go on the Cleveland clinic and you can, you can search in their search bar, what is normal TSH, what is nor- normal T3, and it will give you all of those ranges, because mm. this is, these are controversial, and I think that's why it's so important to formulate research for yourself and formulate your own opinions, because if you go to a naturopathic doctor, they'll say TSH, optimal TSH is between one and two. If mm. you go to a funk, if you go to a Western practicing doctor, mm-hmm. they'll say normal TSH is between 0.9 and 4.5. So it's such a wider range. Yeah. So you need to look at that. And if you're like, it's again, what is normal is not optimal. Right. So your Oof. doctor is helping you get to a normal place, but as a society, most of us are sick. So Oof. sickness is the norm. So you're is that really hard, optimal? Girl. Yeah. She's but it's doing just it live. Yeah. But like with it's just, you have to advocate for yourself Mm. and see it. So for example, and again, I'm not a doctor. I can't decipher or order labs or, or like, don't come DMing you me with your, <laughs> like don't come DMing me with your thyroid lab saying Fiona would you interpret this as Hashimoto's right. but yeah but still it's important to look at that and say oh yeah this this might this might not be optimal compared right. to these ranges what can right. I do and, and self-advocating then, yeah yeah so I think don't just listen just don't take what they say with a grain of salt or and just yeah. walk out and say oh yeah they said it was normal like especially look at those especially if like you felt this way for a long time yeah. <laughs> especially yeah. if it's if it's, you're just taking it for a doctor's word. And and you said something interesting about naturopath, which I need to find a new one because ugh, I'm so sad. Mine had to move back to Korea because of the pandemic, but oh, yeah. where can people find naturopaths? Like what, how do you mm. know what a good naturopath is? Yeah. So I believe, um, I don't know if I have the re- website, right. So maybe we can put it in check. the notes. Yeah. Um, I believe IIN is a website that you can find a naturopath. And then I think there's a website called naturopathic.org, but I could have that wrong. So maybe no, I think you're right actually. In, the, in the notes. Okay. No, there's quite a few that pulled up actually when I typed it in. So is naturopathy. Yeah. Okay. It might be that. That is also that you can get, na- you can just search for naturopathy also probably on ZocDoc or your fucking yeah. Blue Shield app or whatever. Yeah. And so many places, so many naturopathic doctors, like I even follow naturopathic doctors on TikTok. I'm like, I love following. I love it. Like I love following integrative physicians. And so many of them have like telehealth and they have ways Mm -hmm. that you can connect with them on zoom. So like for me, again, I live in the freaking middle of nowhere. So if I put my zip code in, it's like, there are no naturopathic doctors around you, but there's so many. Yeah. Like, so also like if you live in like Montana or like Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah. It's hard to find stuff like that. So also looking at like digital resources and places, people that will. So smart. Yeah. I didn't think of that. And especially now, like, I feel like the genuinely, the only reason why I was able to like sit down and pay attention to my health was because of COVID being like a time that gave me more kind of space to think of my health and, you know, I get to work from home. So more hours to focus on my body. And I think that's actually been a big trend for a lot of people is like mm. my physical therapist, right? He comes to my house twice a week and he's like, I am so busy because people have time to take care of their bodies right now. And I was like, that is the best fucking news. Ever. I love that. I yeah. love that so much. It really is like a season to be able to just like, okay, I actually can focus on my health. I actually mm-hmm. can take that time mm. to I've even had clients tell me that like in the last program I ran, like so many of them were saying, oh my gosh, like 
I, I actually have time now that I'm working yeah. from home or my hours got cut. And like, I guess I'm just going to focus on what I can and control what I can yes. control. So I, I love that. And I like can focus that. on my food intake. I'm not just like shoveling a fucking granola bar, yeah. like at the office, I'm like making dinner and like, I got an air fryer. It's changed my life. <laughs> um, I can't believe it's already been an hour. I think, uh, we are like one in the same mindset and oh, like, I yeah. hope you'll come back. I've been doing this thing where like we have such a good conversation that I get an influx of questions and then I'm like, mm. hey, will you come back and like answer a bunch of questions just that like the audience had maybe, you know, I talked too much about one thing or the other, didn't cover this one thing. But I think overall, I've got a pretty good general idea as a listener here just from this hour of you of like, what to look out for, what I, how I can advocate for myself and like, what are the actual tangible steps to like look forward to. And so I'd love if you tell us now a little bit about like your coaching and like plug where the kids can follow you. Cause I'd love to know also now, once you get a diagnosis, like we said, who fucking cares? So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I think like the, I love that we were able to talk like this cause it did not feel like an hour. Um, and it's, (laughs) there's just so much to it. Like it's, Mm. I could go into like blood sugar and gut health and liver health and adrenal health, like all of these things. And I, I have two different programs. I have a course um, and I also have a group program that's actually launching in April. Ooh, that's um, exciting. Yeah, this will be out so, in two weeks. So like yeah, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you guys want to get in on that, my follow me on Instagram. It's just at heal with Fifi. And there's a wait list in my bio that you can um, oh get potentially signed up. So yeah. Yeah. And of course, like go to your TikTok because I feel like I learned so much too of just like the same thing with the Ock Doc is I Ock Doc. It's so hard to say his um Sanjay is his name. Uh Dr. Sanjay. Uh <laughs> it's like I just even saw little things that I could identify with different yeah. pieces of your videos that made me go like, huh, I don't think I've ever would have gotten that from my regular fucking doctor or conversations mm. with any providers, unfortunately. So I definitely, uh, encourage all the confidants to go check that out. It's heal with Fifi. And also your Instagram is heal dot with dot Fifi. Yep. Go check that out for sure. Fifi. Thanks so much for coming on. You've been such a pleasure. I hope we stay in touch. I hope you'll come back and answer a bunch of questions and stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Confidants. Don't forget. You can always write to us at confidently insecure podcast at gmail.com. I read all the emails. You can, uh, follow us at, at confidently pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, follow us on TikTok. Why not? And, um, please rate this five stars on iTunes. Just take a quick pause. It only takes five seconds. And if it's not five stars, please don't rate it at all because I am sensitive. Speaking of being sensitive, <laughs> the merch is on sale. You can find it below linked and all the resources Fifi mentioned. So thank you. Confidants. And we'll see you next week. Bye.